What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. the davis and davis show what's going on everybody how you been yes 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 and in honor ladies and gentlemen because uh because wimbledon started the other day it's your song that's right wimbledon my favorite favorite thing in the world to watch needs to do a cover of this uh 30 seconds for mars people oh what a great band what a great band so if you're into watching wilder and stuff like that do yourself a favor and look up a guy his name is mansour barami m-a-n-s-o-u-r okay b-a-h-r-a-m-i he He's a tennis player, and he does. He, I, I think he's been in actual Wimbledon matches, but he does more of like he's almost like Harlem Globetrotter on the tennis court. He is hilarious to watch. Man, pop up some you man sour, man sour, Barami. Yep. And there's a, yeah. I have of, yes, I've seen this guy. Dude, he is hilarious. He has played in Wimbledon. But I mean his trick shots are just flipping amazing. Born in they, 19, they have so much fun. Born in nineteen seventy-four in Iraq, Iran. Yeah, he had to leave the country. <laughs> I, I didn't go into the he had to leave the country for some reason, political views or something like that. And I think he's been living in France most of the time. Um, and then uh, this is weird coming from me. More sports stuff. Have you ever heard of a double A? Uh, uh, team called the uh, Savannah Bananas. Yes, I have. So I got hooked on these guys about two weeks ago. My wife's been watching these guys for like two months. 
And we found out Saturday night that they had played Friday and Saturday night right here in Akron. So oh, ticked off. Over, I would have, uh, yeah, downtown Akron. And it was the great thing. Well, like usually the, the, our team gets like, you know, a few hundred, you know, maybe 400, you know, it's, it's, it's an okay turnout. Sold out both nights. Oh, the entire yeah. sold out both nights. Those like, guys oh, are freaking man. hilarious to watch out on oh, the field. Oh my god, they are just so much fun. Oh, okay, so, <laughs> so we're doing our show a day late, a dollar short. Uh, yeah, um, because Scott was having Beamer problems. <laughs> Shocking. So. <clears throat> Scott added things up and then he called the BMW dealership to see what the quote would be to fix everything that Scott's already fixed. Now I've spent $3,500 fixing my car. Oh, this is everything. Headlights. That's everything put together. Oh, okay. I thought it was just this last problem. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. So I called up the dealership. They send me a quote in my email of $10,700. I was going to guess 12, but yeah. <laughs> now, I had a problem with my convertible top. It would go down. It wouldn't come up. Scott was a hydraulicsman in the Navy. This sounds like a job for Scott Davis. So, I troubleshoot it. The dealership wanted $3,000 to fix the problem. Oh, we know what it is. Oh, we know what it is. Scott orders two relays from Beamer World for $52. Because <laughs> you figure goes up. if one relay went bad, the other one's probably on its way out. Roof goes up, roof goes down, roof locks. Hmm. hmm. They wanted to charge me $3,000 to replace two relays that are out in the fucking open <laughs> that you just clip out and clip back in. Basically, it's like switching out fuses. Yeah. Now, I manually put my hardtop back up the other day, which is supposed to be a dealer-only thing to do, <laughs> which took Bob and I, I think it was about four minutes to do. Yeah, okay. They well, wanted to tough. charge... They wanted to charge me $700. Just, just to put the top up. So just you could drive to put around. the top back up. Now, I didn't lock my top back into place. <laughs> See, it was in a bing, 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 Oh, my bing, gosh. It's bing, a 10-minute drive bing. to work, and the only time the binging stops is when it's you when come to a complete stop, <laughs> and then it goes, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what else do we have going on? Oh, my, my wife's birthday was just recently. Happy birthday, Nancy. You're married? 
I know, right? I never knew. I'm, no, I'm still married. That's the shocker. Hmm. I have not been kicked out. I can't figure that one out. She always made more money than you. I knew that you'd stay. <laughs> <sighs> oh, and I ordered some spicy ramen. Ooh. Well, let me tell you, shin black. Ooh. Bean bo- beef. Tasty. Little on the spicy side. Not anything you couldn't handle. that's the best ramen I've ever had from a cup in my life. That was amazing. Last year, ladies and gentlemen, I did a trip to Ohio. And I'm going to do a trip to Ohio again. And we're going to record another show. Oh, no. This time we will have ice cream ready. But, the only problem is all the people doing the show already know how bad it is. <laughs> well, they don't know what I'm coming with yet. Um, I, I, let's face it. There's nothing that we can't handle except the bomb. The bomb. The bomb. Um, Although it'd be hilarious if we, if we put it in a different bottle and let off. Of it. So somebody sent me a suggestion of doing uh doing the um jelly bean challenge. Uh and I was like, "Oh. That sounds interesting." Then I started looking it up and it's not normal jelly beans. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking about the one where you have the every flavor beans or the ones that get progressively spicier. Oh, it's the every flavor beans. Oh, yeah. They have vomit flavor. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> Tripe and booger um, flavored and fart. Yeah. God. Uh, yeah. There's... It's, it's like a jelly bean roulette, basically. Because <laughs> yeah. they have regular flavors in there, too. Now, I did the uh, Pacquiao one chip challenge the other day. How was it? Um. It's it's pretty brutal uh, yeah. because it's dry spiced. Oh, yeah. So as you're chewing it, everything in your mouth dries out. And it just and sucks right like, down onto it and stays there. Uh, yeah, because it just stays on your tongue. Your tongue turns black. And... uh you're not allowed to drink anything for five minutes afterwards. You know, that's part of the challenge. Nope. And um, so all of your salivary glands go nuts. And all of a sudden, you're just like foaming at the mouth because you can't stop. It's like trying to, uh. it's like it's trying to put a fire out. <laughs> I, I was like, that, that might be. That might be the challenge that we take up to Ohio. Um, But then somebody at work brought the scorpion sucker. There's an actual scorpion inside of a sucker? No, no. I'm just calling it the scorpion sucker, but I can't remember. I think it was called the devil's toe. Okay. Um, You can get it, I do believe, through Vat19's website. Um. But it is 
a sucker that you suck on that has California Reaper oil Oof. in it. That doesn't look healthy. It it was the hottest thing I think I've ever seen. Oh. How many licks to get to the center of the devil's toe? I don't know because I couldn't lick it anymore. <laughs> the amount is fuck that. That's how many <laughs> seven. Uh, <laughs> nope we're going less yeah uh, what else what else happened oh do you hear alan arkin passed away no yeah he passed away on the 29th funny uh, dude funny dude alan arkin i've got a i've got to remind myself what who alan arkin was uh, a little bit of sunshine, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, oh, Catch yes. 22 was his original movie, I think, that he kind of grew claim to fame in. Uh, he was, um, he was the psychiatrist in, uh, oh, which, which one was that? I don't know. I can't find my IMDb at this moment. There's wiki people. There it is. Boom. Uh, Argo, Glengarry, Glenn Ross. Do you ever see Glengarry, Glenn Ross? Uh, did the show. Well, there you go. Firewall, Noel. Uh, he did a bunch. Uh, Gattaca. Chicago Hope. I, I need to look under the Rocketeer. He was the he was PV in the Rocketeer. Fourth Wise Man, Saint Elsewhere. The In Laws, nineteen seventy nine. That was it. Uh, Bustin' no, Loose. He was in Bustin'. Oh, that no TV series. TV series. Oh, my, my bad. My bad. What was Catch Twenty Two is Yosarian. He played. Ooh, Gross Point Blank. Oh, I missed that. Doctor Oatman in uh, Gross Point Blank. Oh, he was the. Yeah, you're right. He was the uh, the psychiatrist. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. All righty. Rest uh, in peace. Funny uh, dude. Really good guy. Um, did a lot of, uh, did a lot of dramas, but what I found him funnier when he was in his, when he was in comedic roles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, never really a leading man. I don't know. Oh, Cat 22 was, his, was a leading role for him. And that, that's a great, great movie. It's an older movie, but it's just the stupidity of the military personified. Uh, but yeah, usually kind of a secondary or backup character, but yeah. Oh, good dude. He, he was in Havana. That's a good <laughs> flick. That's a very good flick. St. Elsewhere. Yep. The TV series. Sorry. Hey, did my... Uh, did my thing just make a funny noise? Not on my end, no. Okay. Then I'm smoking crack today. 
Okay. Um, by the way, what are you drinking? Uh, once again, in my search for cheap liquor that doesn't suck, I was so pleased with Seagram's vodka, I decided to try their gin. Seagram's dried. Yeah, you're not a big gin person, I know. So, uh, and very pleasantly surprised. Um, is it the best gin I've ever had? No. Is it the worst? Far from it. It's a it's a very good gin, a very good price, and I'm drinking a... Is it dry? Yeah, it's a dry... You won't like the... Yeah. It's not an aromatic. It's a dry London style. Ooh. But uh, I'm having a martini the way that I like it, my pompous, you know, ordering so a little extra vermouth a little bit of yeah he want so you wanted it a little bit dirty yeah little little dirty mm. olives big olives wow well, yeah. okay extra dry hmm other way around more vermouth oh so you want a wet you would think that'd be the way to order it but you'd be wrong well only in putting bay uh <laughs> Although if I ever go back, if that same guy's working there, I will tip him big because I was kind of being a drunk, pompous asshole. So, who you? No, yeah. doesn't happen a lot. But I was just like, yeah, being a pompous ass. I apologize. Well, I, in my quest for hydration, hydration, uh, am drinking Malibu Black Rum mm. with. Diet Coke. Very nice. Ooh. I forgot how much I love Diet Coke. And then I went to Sam's Club the other day. I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to get some Diet Coke. I got Diet Coke and Squirt. Um, They didn't have Diet Squirt. I was really? upset. I was upset with that. But the, the regular Squirt still does well with vodka, rum, uh, so far. Those are the two that I've mixed it with so far. Um, let's see, what else is going on? Here, I'm going to send you a quick text here to show you. Share. You. Boom. So Mary is down in the Bahamas. Mary, Kansas. And she went to that bar. Coco Loco? No, the other one. Soggy Dollar. Yes. They invented a drink called a painkiller. Okay. If you I'm surprised being you you were down there once, right? Mm-hmm. You never had a painkiller? Nope. Well, two shots of dark rum, pineapple juice, orange juice, a little bit of coconut cream. I guess they're deadly. Um there go the name painkillers. She had a lot. <laughs> so I guess here, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna screenshot this and send it to you so that you can see what you what I received. <clears throat> this is going to work. And then she sent a video of her feet in the ocean and it's perfectly clear water. It's like oh, I hate you. <laughs> She's just happy to be away from Bob. Um, what the hell? Why is... Because that's from an iPhone to my phone to your phone. That's really weird. Man, iPhones just don't like playing well with others. 
Lolita's box. Oh, did I say that loud? I'm sorry. Hey, leave my iPhone alone, man. If you had an iPhone, you wouldn't have these problems. Bell Apple would be better. Blah. <laughs> there, see if that one comes through. That's just a screenshot. <laughs> a lot of empty cups on that table. I kind of want the shirt that's above it. <laughs> Bob wants that for his birthday. Go figure. <laughs> Which is coming up, by the way. Just so oh, you know. When is his birthday? I will. Uh, the t- da, ba, da, 25th of this month. 25th of this month. No. Oh, maybe he'll get a seven shirt. <laughs> All right, um, we have a we have a music show for you guys today, but unfortunately, you guys have hit our first break, so we're gonna take a a, a little. Yeah, you, you could do the you could do the first song of you could do the first cover and play that. Oh no no no! I have stuff. Oh, okay. Others. All right. All right. Um, okay. And, and and they coincide with certain events in my life <laughs> that have been happening. As a matter of fact, the song when we come back in, just think of my BMW Klaus as it's playing. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. We'll in be a back. Second.
German group for a nasty German car. I wonder what I'd play if I owned a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Danube or something. <laughs> because I hate to say it, Porsche is even more expensive than what I've got. Know, right? <laughs> I'm like in the lowest level of German cars. <laughs> It, it, it's you know the luxury VW. What do you want? <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, this is Rammstein. Yeah, if you don't want to, if you don't want to bleach out your eyes, do not watch a video from these guys. You're like, what's he doing to that man on, on stage? Oh, oh dear, oh dear God, oh oh God, oh God. <laughs> what? You're absolutely amazed at a Ramstein con Ram Ramstein Ramstein concert. Uh, when the flamethrower comes out and you see the keyboardist putting on a fire suit, you're like, "What the hell is going on here? Why is there a gimp on stage? Oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> Oh, so bad. That is so wrong. <laughs> um, well, I told you the story. My brother-in-law, Mike, he had the twins, you know, the twin boys. And they were like 12, maybe, and wanted to go to a Rammstein concert. I'm like, Mike, no. Whoa, 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 it's just a heavy metal. Like, oh, no, no, no. Come here. Come here. Come here. Watch this. <laughs> it showed him the video. He's like, hmm, well, I don't know. So, uh, uh, we forgot to do a couple of things in the first segment, and that was my stupidity, so we'll take care of it now. First off, Tidbit's telling me that it's only 80 days till autumn, thank God. Yeah, but it's only 75 days till Putin Bay. Uh, yeah, I'll cool down then, I guess. Um, <laughs> secondly, ladies and gentlemen, I am I sincerely apologize for this, but... It's time for the Davis and Davis Show Motivational Minute. 
fuck your favorite sports team. They give no fucks about you or the game they lost the other day that you are still sad about. All they care about is that you buy the tickets for the games and the merch. By all means, enjoy watching professional sports in the stadium or on TV, whatever you like. But don't get emotionally invested because at the end of the day, whether they win or lose, they still get paid and you do not. So fuck it. Thank you, Sathap Singh. Um. <laughs> they should start every football show on TV in the States with that. <laughs> right? <laughs> fuck your team. <laughs> Right after the national anthem, all you hear is <laughs> "fuck your favorite sports team." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they will take a bed, and you will only be angry. Oh, oh man! <laughs> um, so I, I've got to bring this back up because it's got Burke's list. Otherwise, we had we had what one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven crossovers. Yeah, so we did a little self editing there. Well, I, we did some self editing, but yeah, we'll make it through. We'll make it through. It's um, happening. It's <clears throat> happening. It, it's happening. Today's show is an interesting one. We we've been talking about it for a little while. My tidbit is flashing. It's five o'clock here. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, it is, my friend. It's a little early. Seventy-two days. Seventy-two days. Four hours, twelve minutes to put in bay. I might set for Monday the 18th, so yeah. You're, you're going on vacation a little earlier, so yes. Well, that's because Scott's yes. got to drive 20 hours in Klaus. With Bob. In Klaus. With Bob. Klaus. Klaus. I'm going to You know, they... They they make MP3 horns. You should just get an MP3 horn and put duhas for your horn. <laughs> the thing. Duhas. Duhas. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I actually put duhas on my, uh, in my memory bank on my radio in the BMW. Um, so that when I had the top down and I'm pulling into work, I can be playing Du Hast as loud as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. Um, today's show is a, uh, uh, well, it's our top 24 list of it's top 20 ish list of songs that are covers. Yeah. And some, I had no clue. Um, and some, I had no clue that they went as far as they did. Oh, dear God. <laughs> uh, we did have some crossovers, so we kind of split the, uh, 
split it up. Um, anyways, I am not going to do these in any natural order. Okay. I'm just going to do I try to make the more interesting ones near the end for me, but they were no... Well, I'm gonna, I had to. I had to. This has to be the order that they're in. No, I, I like, am. Oh, that's gonna, interesting. I'm going to do your list in the order that you have it. Okay. And I'm basically going to do my list uh, basically in the same way. Any way you want. Yeah. yeah, I almost didn't do the song. I almost didn't send the songs that are the covers to you. That I thought at the end, I'm like, nah, I got to send this to you just so you have them. That way, that way, everyone at home can hear the the song that they probably know and then they can hear where it came from well whatever song you sent me in the mp3s is what they're gonna hear cool although it was the right one but i can always uh i can always pop up a youtube video here and there if we wanted to hear the other one i don't know we'll get into a discussion about it okay um so we'll start at your number well Two, well, no, number, yeah, whatever. <laughs> number 24. Uh, you want me to go from the, no, I'm going from my top. Oh, you want to go from the top down. Yeah, sorry. I actually, yeah, I, it's not the, my favorite order. I just, the, the ones at the top are the ones that I kind of least care about. So yeah, just start the top list, keep going down. Oh. I wasn't sure where I was going to end up number wise. I just numbered them real quick for you. So Savannah bananas were in town. I know, right? Wife had a birthday. You ate some spicy ramen. <laughs> Just deleted it on me. <laughs> He's gone. Uh, yeah, we're looking at a shared drive here, so we can both edit it. So, um, all see. right, we'll start off with the Rolling Stones. Oh, uh. Do we want to play the song first? Oh, that's... yeah. Go ahead. This is the the Rolling Stones song. It's those all are... over now, dude. Those are all Eddie Van Halen guitars behind you. Yeah, yeah. Still rock roll, rock and roll Hall of Fame. Yep. Either that or yeah, those are Eddie. Yeah, those are Eddie's. They're guitars. all Eddie's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a cool freaking pick. All right. Um... <laughs> So you said you're starting with number two. Do you? We'll just play the song and then we'll talk about it. Yep. All right. Here we go. Okay. So that's a Rolling Stones in 1964, and this was done very late in 1964. They were in Cleveland, and and this is a kind of a 
this is not a stone song that everybody knows about but i just find it interesting that they were in cleveland early in the year and heard this band called the valentinos do this song and the valentinos actually released it early in 1964 so load up the valentinos for us uh Is that on your list? Pretty there sure I. Yep. both of those versions actually <laughs> i actually like the valentino's version a little it's bit just a little crunchier yeah it's nice <laughs> um, i i'm i just was never a fan of mick jagger's voice he can get a little nasally and annoying i get that um but i do love a lot of their music so well so anyway. That was that was my that was my first song. What's uh? And who was in the Valentinos? I don't know. I didn't look that up. Well, why don't I tell you, Bobby okay. Womack? That name is familiar. Cecil Womack, Harry Womack, <laughs> Friendly Womack, Curtis Womack, and Sam Cooke was the producer. So oh, the wow. okay. Womack family, Bobby the Womack, Womack brothers. And his Bobby Womack and his sister-in-law Shirley Womack wrote the song. And Sam Cooke actually played guitar on that. Interesting. Yes, very interesting. Uh, the Cleveland, the Cleveland, um, what do you call it? Connection. Connection is is really kind of cool. Yeah. Just that the um, Stones were in Cleveland, heard this cool song, and they're like, hey, we're going to use that on an album if that's all right. <laughs> yeah, go right the fuck ahead, man. Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Brian Jones, Bill Wyman, Charles Watts, and Ian Stewart were the original. Uh, the personnel OG that was there when they covered the song. Um, But there you go. What do you got on deck for us there, sir? Oh. Now, you see, I didn't go back to the originals in mine. Sorry to say. Oh, that's okay. Oh, wait, you didn't go back to the originals. Mm-mm. That's the best part of this, man. I, I got one. Oh, God. The, the, the original is so far. 
But from what you hear, it's going to blow your mind. I can I can definitely do this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play the original first. Um, this is a live version, so please don't be mad at me for playing a live version. Then I'll play the cover, and we'll discuss it. Oh. Here we go. The song is Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, which originally was written in 1965. Neither of us were alive. Neither of us were alive. It was uh, it was our, our good friends, Mick Jagger again, mixing in with the last song that we just talked about. Good segue. Um, but later in life, we heard a couple brothers picked it up and did a really wonderful version. We, we heard this. Came out on the Total Devo album. And what does Devo stand for? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, the Evolution. Come on, man. Okay. I was never a Devo <laughs> fan. I just know that they're from Ohio. They're <laughs> from Akron. They are, uh, yeah. 
And then um, Mark and Bob Mothersbaugh, kind of the main members. Uh, Mark went on to do music for Rugrats and uh, something else. Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. And uh, worked on cartoons and films. And he worked alongside director Wes Anderson. So oh, there you go. Akron uh, Boy does good. Akron Boy did something. You know what was very weird about this song? Uh, that it was very hard to find information about it. Oh, really? <laughs> like, type in Devo Satisfaction, and it takes you to Rolling Stone Satisfaction. <laughs> it took me forever to figure out which album it came out on. Um. Anyways, that, yeah, there you go. That's my my first one to nab. Cool. Where am I at now? Let's see. This one I had no clue about whatsoever. Uh, in 1982, a band called UB40 came on the scene and put out and it's still a pretty popular song today it's it's red red wine why don't we hear that 82 version first okay we can do that okay we can do oh it's under my list Uh uh-oh we got a lot of songs. Forgive us, folks. It's probably a little higgledy piggledy over on Scott's end there. He's sorry. There's the button. Now, 13 years before that, in 1968, it was originally done by Mr. Neil Diamond. Red, red wine Go to my head Make me forget that I Still need her soul. A little different vibe. Red, red A lot slower. Wine. It's up to you. All I can do, I've done. But memories won't go. God, he sounds young. Yeah, it was 1968, man. I was one year old. I'd have sworn that with time, thoughts of you Well, I think putting the reggae beat to it probably makes it a little bit better song. I, I think I like the UB40 version just a little bit better. I, uh, yeah. It's still not bad. I love Neil no, Diamond. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's Neil Diamond. Come on. <laughs> 
Love, Neil. All right, Neil. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Love you, but bye-bye. Okay. We're down, uh, what, two songs? So far, yeah. Three? Two. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Do it. Just get it. I know you want to. Uh, so there was a song that came out and it was called Venus. And, uh, it was originally written. Well, the version that we're used to was written by, uh, or, uh, was played by Bananarama. That was it. But that's not who wrote it. You see, I, I, being a little bit older than you and having parents who listen to contemporary music, Mm -hmm. I remember the original. It was a Dutch band. It was from the Netherlands. (laughs) (sighs) So are my tires, and they're pretty good so far. Venus is a song by Dutch rock band Shocking Blue. Uh, initially released as a single in Deutschland. Uh, I mean, in the Netherlands. Uh, I I think we'll shoot. We'll start with the original. All right, here is Shocking Blue, nineteen sixty nine. Shocking Blue. Okay, now that's very 70s, 60s, yeah, 70s. But, but yeah, he's got some pipes on him and he's kind of putting it out there. Um, so she, apparently, I'm, she, I'm just... she, she has pipes. I think that's the guy singing. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, no, um, trust me, that's the girl. <laughs> and she's very cute. Oh, oh, yeah, look at you see, I'm I'm watching the video. He is not. Oh, my bad. I'm looking at the. So apparently, between these guys and Golden Earring, they are the two biggest producing hits of the Netherlands. <laughs> oh, you gotta love that. <laughs> <clears throat> now, the version that we're used to that came out in the '80s was by a band called Banana Rama.
All right, Banana Rama is a British and Irish pop, pop group formed in the 1980s. Sarah Dolan, Sibian, uh, Saban, Fahey, and Karen Woodward. I wonder if she's related to our our favorite Woodward. Could be. You never know, man. <sighs> You should finish reading that they are they have a Guinness World Record. Uh, Thirty singles reached the top fifty in the UK charts. World's highest number of chart entries by an all-female group. Eighty-two in two thousand. Guinness Book of World Records. Good for them. They did a few covers in their time, but you know they did Steve's. Na na na, hey hey, kiss him goodbye. It's like, yeah, it's a good. Yeah, yeah. but but I mean, the songs that I really remember them for were "Cruel Summer," "Cruel Summer," "Tripping on Your Love." Uh, Oh wait, that was the album title. Was "Cruel Summer" an original of theirs, or was that a cover? I do believe that was an original. Let me bring up the page. Ace Holy of Base covered that song. What the Yeah. Hell? That was theirs. Interesting. That's a good song. That's a real good song. Uh oh, then. In October 2011, Banana Rama performed together with the Human League and I'd have paid, Bel- and Belinda Carlisle. I'd have played my I'd have paid good money for that concert. I would have too. Um, love comes. Where was that? Oh, I just had it here. Uh, Banana Rama released a new single entitled "Love Comes" in September 2009. Another one to hit the charts. Anyways, Banana Rama was uh, one of those bands that we grew up with, and I liked them. All right, there you go. They were easy on the eyes, and their music was pretty good. It, they were, that was a good 80s group there. Heck yeah. Uh, so. Oh, I'm going to do, do the big one now. Oh, my goggles. Well, not the big, big one, but this one's pretty big. Which Wait, which one are you doing? Uh, oh, that one. That one. <laughs> oh, that one. Just do little snippets from the other four until you get to the last one there. So. In 1975, the Doobie Brothers put out a hit called Take Me in Your Arms. Let's hear that one. All right. That was the only time that that song charted that had any, you know, any, you know. So back in 1972, 
Jermaine Jackson of the Jackson 5 did this song. Maestro, please. This is why Jermaine Jackson never made it. <laughs> and then a year earlier, Blood, Sweat, and Tears also released this song. all right and then in 1967 the isley brothers released this song the isley brothers i know right (laughs) holy cow I'm surprised that Tina Turner didn't do that because that just sounds like a song she would tear up. Um, I think she at, did, though. I think she I, did it in a concert. She probably she may have, but she never released it as a single. But anyway, so the original artist goes all the way back to Okay. You can definitely tell the different genres hold me. I was like, okay, that so, sounds like the Ronettes and uh, you know, all the the all so the stuff he, back then. Yeah, that I here, and I like except for Jermaine, I, I like all those versions. I think they're all great. Here's what I 
here's what I noticed. And, and I don't know if Bert can hear this because I don't know if he's getting a mono feed or not. But I'm getting the stereo feed. Mm. And the Eiley Brothers, the Isley Brothers version starts off with just the right oh, really? with, with the guitar. There is nothing in the left. The neat thing about that is that the Doobie Brothers version was the exact same way. Very nice. They copied the Isley's version, which was freaking awesome. I mean, we didn't start, we as engineers didn't start really messing with right, left until late 60s, early 70s. It, it became big. Led the, Zeppelin, the Beatles Pink got Floyd. heavy into that. Cough button is effective tonight. Good job, man. So I I just found it interesting that we went all the way back to what, 1967? <laughs> and they were doing that. Because it didn't really become big until the 70s and yeah. 80s. Um very good. Very good. Yeah, that's that, all you gotta hear Jermaine because you're just like, oh yeah, it sounds like the Jackson Five, great. That Isley Brothers are so good. Weston's version is just so like doo-wop from I mean, the early 60s. It's it's great. I, I have to stick with the Doobie Brothers version. Yeah, well, theirs is the most produced but, of, the, of the lot. But Kim Weston's version reminded me of the Temptations. Yes, and, yes. And I was like, this is really, really good. Uh, the Platters. Yeah. I yeah. mean just it it was it was smooth it was sultry and, and evocative it wasn't of like overproduced the late 50s. Yeah. yeah 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 it's good stuff definitely some good stuff there <laughs> uh already another one down all right um should i play the earlier version it's up to you man whatever well, you like well, you actually okay the next one i'm going to play the version that everyone knows and because this was one of mine and it's one of burke's but burke has a lot more information on this than i do (laughs) i'm gonna play this i'm gonna tell you a little bit about the lady who's singing it in this version then we're gonna go into what burke has Burke's Burke's looking at the the screen going, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) What are you talking about? What the anyways. (laughs) I thought I saw a man born to lie. He was warm, he came around. Dignified, he showed me what it was to cry. Well, you couldn't be that man I adore. You don't seem to know, you seem to care what your heart is for. Well, I don't know him anymore. There's nothing where he used to lie. The conversation has run dry. That's what's going on. Nothing's fine. I'm all out of 
This is Natalie Imbruglia, and the song uh-huh. is Torn. There's no G pronounced. It's just Imbruglia, apparently. Australian singer and actress. This was one of her biggest songs. I always I like it when people correct me. Hey, it's somebody's name. Come on, man. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, Scoot. <laughs> go on, sir. Go on. <laughs> um, and If I'm not mistaken, she did one of those songs with Carlos Santana also, didn't she? Yes, she did. And I love that song. I love her voice. I mean, I really do. She's got a great, great singing voice. But uh, this song was done two more Two times before that. Uh, I, I yes, it was done two times before that. But 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 before I, before we, log off of Natalie, Imbruglia. Good job. <laughs> um, she also spans film and television. Uh, after she was on a, she was on a uh, soap opera. Yes, she was on Neighbors. Ah, okay. And uh, she was also on the UK version of The Masked Singer. I did not know that. Very nice. Oh, she was in Johnny English. Oh, okay. And she was the season three winner of The Masked Singer. She's a now, good singer. She she better be. <laughs> drop dead freaking gorgeous. Yeah, she too. is a pretty gal. Um, there, there we go. So, tell us some origin of the song. You seem to think I have all this knowledge. I have no clue what you're talking about. This was a Danish song, if I recall. Yes, it was. Uh, by Liss Sorensen. Sorensen. And the name of the song is, and I don't know how to pronounce this, Bryant. It means burnt, if I recall. Yes. Um, but it was also done in the middle by a group called Edna Swap, which I believe is a British group, if I recall correctly. Correct. Oh, I have uh, a brain cell. What the hell? All I'm right. going to sprain it here shortly. Here is the original version. This lady looks like, um, oh gosh, um, Michael Douglas's wife. She looks a little like Lucy Lawless. It's the eyebrows. Oh, 
Uh, you gotta put, you gotta do the the Edna swap too, man. Well, I'm... oh my, I know, right? get a feeling this is gonna get crunchy yeah it, it's definitely darker save that for some outro music i'm just gonna let this roll ladies and gentlemen we'll be back
Hey, make sure that you check back soon for part two of this podcast.